Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. What an action-packed show we have ahead for you right now. I don't know where you like listen to this. Where do you reckon they listen to this? People listen to this in bed or just sat in an armchair with just a, a gentle roaring fire in the corner of their study. I'm intrigued to know where you lot listen. Let us know. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. I am imagining that they're listening to this whilst out on a power walk. You know, those people that walk with yes. very sort of like, you know, um, you know, backside moving from side to side, bustling elbows out on a very good power walk. They've got their headphones in. I imagine that every single person that I see like that, they're actually listening to the Hometime Podcast. A speed mint, just trying to get home as soon as they possibly can. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I've done something today that I would classify as world-class stupid. You know, you've done something like so stupid where it's almost going to go down in family folklore. Let me do explain very quickly. I was on the way back from town with my 10-year-old and the 2-year-olds. The 10-year-old was up ahead on her scooter, scooting along as kids do, and the 2-year-old was moaning, so I put her on my shoulder because that can, tends to kind of calm her down a little bit. We are on our street nearly home. Uh, and I decided it'd be best to get my eldest daughter to open the house first so we can get the buggy in and all that kind of thing. And she was about, I don't know, five, ten metres ahead on her scooter. So I threw her my house keys. <laughs> now, you know, sometimes when you just do, like, just a rubbish throw, I, for some reason I slightly pulled out of it. A little bit like in footballing parlance, if someone goes to cross and shoot at the same time, you end up with a bit of nothing. Somewhere in between. <laughs> anyway, this throw, this lob, this underarm lob of my house keys, veers off to the left in slow motion... My house keys drop into the top of a hedge outside the front of a neighbour's house, <laughs> halfway down the street. Uh, my daughter, my eldest daughter, is absolutely mortified. Uh, she actually said, oh, my God, Daddy, what have you done? Um, and so I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I ran to this house, knocked on the door, rang the doorbell, no answer. I started rummaging around, couldn't find the keys anywhere. So I had to get the girls back to our house. Luckily, my other half, Katie, was in, so she let us all in. I got the stepladder, a fire poker, and a gardening glove. It's weird the equipment you end up picking up when you're doing these things. And went back to the house. So I stood on the stepladder trying to prod around with the, the poker to see if I could find the keys. Just as the guy who owns the house turned up from his midweek shop, <laughs> from his big shop in Lidl. So he pulls up out the front of his house wondering, what the hell? What the hell's going on? I look like a burglar. I had to explain to him. Stood there for well, probably a half an hour with him waiting whilst I was prodding his hedge with different things, trying to get the keys to drop out. And I can't find the damn thing. So uh, <laughs> I now don't have any house keys because they're in <laughs> our neighbour's hedge. And it's so embarrassing. <laughs> this is like something straight out of a sitcom. This is an episode of a sitcom. What I'm trying to work out is in the sitcom, how does the episode end? Probably a thing with me um, having an episode like a bit, or end up in an institution. I genuinely feel <laughs> like I'm going mad. The issues I've got is that um, my authority in this house has been hugely diminished. Like my other half, Katie, could just cannot get a head around why <laughs> Why would I throw my house keys like that? How would they end up in the hedge? She's mortified that one of our neighbours knows that my keys are somewhere stuck in the hedge out the front of his house as well. And also yeah. it's become a bit personal for me. I, it's almost like no man left behind. I, I'm genuinely tempted to even try and go back down there tonight in the <laughs> den of night and have another crack at it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I think you have to because that guy knows that your house keys are in his hedge. He could get them to you first. Well, yeah, well, in terms of like getting the moral high ground on me. No, he could get your keys before you've got them and then let himself in.
genuinely, if he wants to come in and have a sit in this mess of homeschooling that we got going in here, that'd be great. If he could do the dishes whilst he's in, that'd be great. So look, <laughs> what I want to know, I thought this might be an interesting um, conversation for the first hour of the show, and this would make me feel better as well. What's the most stupid thing you've ever done in your life? Have you ever done anything that's so stupid you are a legend in your family for doing it? Get in touch about that. But also as a sideline, if you have any ingenious way of getting my keys out of that fella's hedge, I'd love to hear about it. 8, 12, 15, you can text, you can tweet as well, at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Mike says, this is brilliant. Whilst distracted on the phone, I once posted my wallet through a neighbour's letterbox instead of a Christmas card I was holding. <laughs> I'd just left the house to go to the pub and the neighbours were away. Oh, my word. Like you said earlier on, it's almost like someone out of a sitcom. I do wonder whether he just left the pub to go to the house and he's just changed the order of how things happen because that's amazing. Unbelievable. What That's up there. That's up there. Most stupid things you've ever done. As a solution for you, as a solution, I've I, I can't help but think of like the old Hanna-Barbera uh, cartoons, some kind of like a Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote thing. Could you not just go to like a, a hardware shop, buy a magnet and some fishing line, and then fish for your own keys through his hedge? <laughs> do you know what I'm willing to do anything. I really want to get them back. I do like the idea of him looking out of his window, maybe at four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> And I'm there, up my stepladder again, but this time fishing in his hedge. I think he might have a word with me about it. But they are, it's a metal set of keys, so that could literally be the only way of getting these babies back. I'm open to all suggestions. It's something I would like to resolve in the next 24 to 48 hours, please. Can I just offer one piece of advice? When I saw that picture and uh, in it was the gardening glove that you just mentioned, I don't think that the gardening glove is conducive uh, to finding something that is lost because obviously it's, it's a very hard type of material you need yeah. something that's a little bit thinner to give you that sense of touch as you're feeling around well it's an incredibly spiky um like hedge i don't know what it is it's just got thorns literally everywhere so it's like fighting me back to the point where i was like waist deep in it just as he got back from Lidl, like i mentioned <laughs> earlier on and i thought he was going to swallow me like someone out of lord of the rings <laughs> it's not good uh, Stephen says, I locked my car keys and house keys in the car at a petrol station. Couldn't pay, had to leave the car, get Buster Sisters work, 45 oh. minutes each way, get her house keys, go home, get spare car key, then get oh. bus back to car. <laughs> I then forgot I hadn't paid for the petrol as I drove off. Oh, my God, he's technically a fugitive as we speak. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll hand him over to the authorities. Sorry, mate, we're going to have to meet at a neutral car park and hand you over. Uh, Kev says, I was packing orders to send to customers. Uh, parcel guys picked up the orders, and as I was locking up, I realised I sent my wallet, car and house keys to a customer in Wales. It took four <laughs> days to get them back. It's making me feel better about it already, actually. <laughs> uh, this person on Twitter refers to themselves as Angry Bull Bloke. He says, changed the lock for a customer and then lost the keys. <laughs> so I changed it again and then realised the keys I'd looked at thinking were my house keys in the van were the first locks. It was 2.30 oh. in the morning and I'd done some long days and nights. That is horrible, isn't it? Oh, my my language would be so bad. Really, really bad. <laughs> and what I've loved as well that so far on the show, and I really appreciate this, people coming up with suggestions as to how I can get the keys back. 
Uh, at the moment, the guy down the road has got my number and is going to let me know if they happen to drop out the tree. But I want to be more proactive and save face. Uh, Ronnie's picked up with your magnet idea, Richie, and he says, get mm. a fishing magnet. He sent a photo of like some kind of product thing from Twitter, and it's like a magnet on the end of a wire that you might use for fishing. And apparently these are really strong and it might kind of, I don't know, hook my keys on and I can get out of there in one piece. Might lift the whole hedge out by the sounds of things. Well, it needs it because it's got full of spikes and stuff like that as well. <laughs> I'm willing to give anything a try, folks. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This text says, if it's legendary stupidity or after, I once tried to start the car with a hair clip, which made the immobiliser kick in. Oh, my God, what, like, the way they do in American movies where they always do that thing down by the steering wheel. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, because that would be jump-starting it, wouldn't it? I wonder whether they've actually tried to turn the ignition with a hair clip for some bizarre reason, and, of course, that would make the immobiliser kick in. So, yeah, the way that people pick locks in hotel rooms in uh, yeah. super sleuth uh, movies and so on. How weird. Uh, this text says, this is, this is um, in terms of trying to get the keys back, someone says burn the hedge. Now, come on. That's not very neighbourly. Yes, it would be a cracking way I get my keys back, but that's going to cause that's gonna cause beef. I've got beef with one neighbour down that end of the road. Let's not make it two. God, can you imagine if it had gone into his hedge, the fellow I had an argument with about parking? Oh, my word. Uh, this one's from Holly. Should have been Glastonbury at the weekend. This one's about Leeds Festival. She said, I'm in Godalming in Surrey. Was planning to go to Leeds Festival. Uh, my mum told me it was a fair few hours away, so set off early because I was going via car. Uh, I put Leeds in the sat-nav and clicked the first one. After an hour, I arrived. Feeling Ooh. very smug, I phoned my mum to say, I've arrived. To then find out I'd arrived at Leeds Castle in Kent. <laughs> Needless to say, I had a very long drive ahead. She must have pulled up thinking, it was very quaint, this festival, isn't it? Absolutely <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Lovely facilities. Uh, just a couple of other quick suggestions about how I can get it back. Uh, the keys, that is, someone says, maybe throw your Sky Q remote in as well about the same place and get it to make a noise. Remember that yeah, from the show the other I week? I do. And then Izzy says, get a fishing rod and attach a really strong joist-finding magnet to the end. Uh, I'm going to look like Gaza if I'm turning up there with a fishing rod and stuff like that in the middle of the night. <laughs> now, look, they're a friendly lot. The advice is coming. Christian says, get one of those extendable magnetic things with a light on the end that mechanics use. You can poke around the hedge with that. Uh, Bert's got mm. a similar idea. Great name, Bert. He Good says, one. go back when it's dark and shine a torch into the hedge. The light will glint on the keys. That's, that's a good idea. I mean, I don't know what that weird mechanical thing is he's talking about with like a, a light on the end of a probe. Never heard of that before. But you could go back down there with a good old-fashioned torch. I might genuinely, I might do that this evening because, like I say, I want to save face and, and be the hero at the end of the day for rescuing these damn things. But I should probably have a word with him first, right? Yes, I'd say. Uh, Sarah, just going back to doing stupid stuff, Sarah says, I locked myself out whilst testing the newly installed burglar alarm. Keys, phone, money and shoes all inside the house. Me outside. Uh, a couple of bent coat hangers, a tent pole, some sticky tape and a stack of small magnets later, I managed to get the keys from the shelf inside the door to the letterbox for only them to catch on the inside and drop back down. <laughs> £60 locksmith to get back in. Nightmare. <laughs> Tom in St Neitz says, A couple of years ago I had to wear a temporary denture for six months during some gentle work. 
I had to take it out to eat. At a Burger King one afternoon, I discreetly removed it and wrapped it in a napkin whilst I ate. Then after I finished eating, I put all my rubbish in the bag and then threw the whole thing in the bin. As I walked out the door, I realized my denture had been in one of the napkins I'd just thrown away and had to go back to the bin. In front of a Burger King full of people, I had to fish out the bag, find the right napkin and rescue the denture to some disgusting <laughs> looks from fellow diners. I still wince when I go back into Burger King. Oh, oh brilliant. Well done, Tom. Uh, Janet in Carlisle says, years ago, my dad unblocked the U-bend on the kitchen sink and told me off for putting rice in the sink in the dirty dishes. He unblocked the pipe and was under the sink looking for the pipe, uh, handed me the basin of rice from the pipe and shouted at me to get rid of it. <laughs> so I poured it into the sink. He was very annoyed. Poetic justice. That is poetic justice. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, are you trying to perfect something right now? It's always good to try and improve our performance in life, and I am right now trying to perfect the art of coffee making. To be quite frank, I've been trying to do that for a very, very long while. I've been obsessed. Uh, well, over the weekend, I have been uh, getting used to a brand new coffee machine in our Ooh. house, which I'm delighted. Um, it's it's almost sort of like a, a robot, a robot king of the, the coffee making world. But what I have to do now is I've got to kind of um, get the robot trained for the coffee glasses in our house. All right. So right. it's all programmed on the screen. You know, if I want a latte, I can select a latte or latte if you want to be proper Italian or if I want a cappuccino or if, uh, you know, all the different types of coffee. They're all there at the touch of a button. But I'm trying to make sure that the right volume of coffee is dispensed into the right volume of cup that I have in my house. So I'm trying to make sure that I have the right amount of milk, the right amount of coffee, the right amount of froth, depending on whether it's a latte, depending on whether it's a cappuccino. And over the weekend, every single coffee that I've made, whether it's for my wife or myself, I'm making a note for every single coffee I make, sort of like, you know, how was that one? Was that, that, that was too, okay, that was too milky. I'll just make a note. Well, this will be, be published at some point in the future. I'd love to read this. The Coffee Diaries. <laughs> May 17th, the weather was very clement. Slightly, slightly bitter, the final brew. <laughs> I found that this particular latte had too much of a head and should have been a frothier flat white. Shall try harder tomorrow. <laughs> no, I think you know the answer. The diary will never be published, oh. nor is it for public consumption. But you'll Damn. know when I've perfected it, because that coffee machine will be absolutely pumping out the most perfect coffees, and I will invite you over. Lockdown will be over, and you'll be invited over, and you will marvel at my robotic coffee machine. Do you know, you'll be like the Samuel Peeps of the coffee world if you finally get that. Well, though, you know what happened to Samuel Peeps when he was writing away Great Fire London? Go watch yourself with all that tech there, Richie. I feel you are still taking the mick out of me here. I am trying to perfect coffee making, all right? There is nothing wrong for striving with perfection in life, right? Nothing wrong with it whatsoever. And you're just laughing at me. 
So are you, is this trial and error or, because it sounds like trial and error to me because you're just getting it overflowing the cup or not overflowing the cup. Is this Mate, I'm getting closer. I'm, sure. I'm getting closer. We're going to get, we're going to get a story put up on our, uh, on our Absolute Radio Instagram. You're going to see, all right, you can see the, the, uh, the, the majesty of it. I'm getting closer to the perfect cup. My headline for this is man who said two weeks ago he was the perfect barrister and there's now to do with it. Uh, now admits failings in his search for copy perfection. <laughs> that's the headline of the papers tonight. Right, that's not the headline. Here's the question. What are you trying to perfect right now? Could be anything, but we want to hear from you. 8, 12, 15 for your texts. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Quite simply, what are you trying to perfect right now? Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What's your cost per cup ratio? Have you worked that out yet? Is it, is it saving you on overall loads more than, say, if you were stuck in central London when we're back in the studios doing the show? I don't want to call out the coffee industry. Uh, it would be wrong of me. Um, however, I am absolutely certain that in all my notes that I'm making, uh, trying to uh, get the right balance the of coffee and milk and all this kind of thing in my diary, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm absolutely certain that once I've nailed it, this is going to be so much cheaper than if I was to buy a cup of coffee, shall we say, from um, a reputable chain on the high street. Maybe maybe this is what's going on right now. Cost, your Costas, your Starbucks are on conference calls, your Nero's <laughs> listening to Absolute Radio saying, what are we going to do with this character Firth? He's going he's gonna to destroy the whole industry. <laughs> Phil says, making scrambled eggs in the microwave. I'm nearly there, but I wouldn't say I've mastered it yet. A few seconds either way, and they are disappointing at best. But hit the sweet spot, and they are delicious. He sounds like he's keeping a scrambled egg microwave diary like I am. Do you know what? As you well know from this show, I am the Yoda from Star Wars of the microwave scrambled egg world. And it's a fine art. It really is. It's a fine line as well. I wanted. I want to do um, a book at some point down the line called Egg Alchemy. And it's all about <laughs> microwave and scrambled eggs. There's seconds in it. Seconds in it. <laughs> Can I tell you what I've, what I've been perfecting? This is probably going to make do. you feel physically sick, Richie. So I feel bad actually saying this. You know, you spend a lot of time... Uh, being very proud about how you break down your recycling to make it take up as little room as possible, but done quite yes. neatly. Yes. Uh, in a kind of an interesting analysis of both our characters, you take quite a bit of time and it's very neatly done. What I've been doing, I've been trying to perfect the art of standing in our wheelie bin to try and reduce, really like uh, agriculturally, reduce <laughs> the, the size and space taken up by the bin bags, but by <laughs> physically getting in the bin myself. <laughs> and it's coming on great guns. Really good. And, um, I, I'm just, I'm just envisaging bin juice and just rubbish just squirting all over you. It's, it's, it's something rank. exhilarating about it. when you first step in there and you realise there's no going back. Honestly, in lockdown, it's the closest you can get to some form of a fairground ride. Tyler says, I'm trying to learn code to make video games. It's really fun, but there is so much that I keep forgetting, and hopefully it gets drilled into the brain pretty soon. My dad's a computer programmer, and he wrote a football game for me and my brother when we were kids. So, and all it did wow. was just like C-fax the scores coming in, but it would randomly generate the scores and then put the teams into a table, and we absolutely loved it. Uh, trying to perfect my Ollie at the age of 40, says Andy in Gloucester. I can't wait to shame my son at the skate park. What is going on at the moment? Because my brother, who is 40, has just got a skateboard and has gone skating. What is this kind of renaissance of uh, men in their 40s skateboarding? Is that you? Get in touch with the show. 
Uh, Pete in Peeble says, I'm going big. I'm trying to cook a chicken katsu curry. It's my first attempt at cooking any curry, and I'm beginning to think I've bitten off more than I can chew. Kitchen's a total mess. I've burnt the rice once already. Uh, Susie says, ramen eggs. Uh, I've been master boiling two eggs, but now attempting to perfect it for six eggs. I don't even know what that is. Is that a particular type of egg? I've never even heard of it. I've not heard of it, but it sounds nice. It does sound nice. And Simon and Luton says, lads, I think Richie ought to be aware of the dull men's club on Facebook with his coffee machine. He'd be welcome with open arms. How dare you? Do you know what, honestly... That'd be so much fun, man, if you were to just sign up for that group. You know, I'm in the board game selling group, whatever. Get on, yeah. get on the dull... There must be other fellas on there that are making diaries about their coffee exploits. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Home Time with Bush and Richie is Absolute Radio on a Monday night. If you've just joined us, hopefully this text will set the scene about what we've been up to. It says, I'm trying to perfect my jambalaya. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's made me hungry as well. Mm. Uh, Maybe this will throw a bit more light. Knicker making. This is the second pair I've made, but I still need a couple of tweaks. Says Christine, uh, we've been asking you, what are you trying to perfect right now? This is because I'm trying to perfect making the perfect coffee, taking delivery of a new coffee machine. Uh, I'm just trying to get everything right. Uh, Christine has sent a picture, I'm assuming, of a pair of knickers that she has made. I, I, I never, I never realised that of all the hobbies there were in the world that... Making your own knickers could be one. Imagine how different we would all feel if that was from Nigel from Cleethorpes. <laughs> but I tell you what, we're going to have a lot of new followers on Twitter because there's a photo on there at Absolute Radio. Have a little look. Uh, Dave Small says, I've been doing a, a somewhat middle-class thing and I've been making sourdough bread. Uh, much like Christine attached her knickers, uh, Dave has sent his sourdough breads and they look very nice, Dave. We have a mutual friend, Chris, Christopher Skinner, who does the whole sourdough bread thing, don't we, Richie? I just couldn't be arsed with it. You, like, it's almost like you have to have a lodger in. It lives in a, in a Tupperware <laughs> container for about five days before you can have any bread. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm forgetting and running down the shop, so it's too much work. Melissa from Birmingham says, I'm trying to perfect my omelettes. I hadn't made a successful one until this year, and I'm the grand age of 29. Great wow. cook, just couldn't crack that until now. Someone's uh, bigging themselves up over there. Right, look, 8, 12, 15. Keep these coming. There's so many of them. We want to know about the things that you're trying to perfect. We will get to some more of them after six. One of them, just as a little teaser, one of them is a bloke who thinks he might have invented an electric pavement. Stick with us. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, can I just say a big thank you as well to the people who've got in touch and reached out uh, with my thing that I was saying earlier on, that I'm striving for excellence at getting into the wheelie bin to crush the bins down even further. A much more agricultural approach than Richie, who you kind of forensically dissect the recycling and make sure it's all packed neatly. I just get in the bin. I'm not the only one. James in Perth says, I also partake in a bit of bin trampolining just before bin day. The only thing you need to watch out for is the odd slug that lurks around the lid. That's pretty horrible. James in Oxford, though, listen to this. He says, Bush, back when I was a lad, I was known as the Mansfield bin dancer. 
I'm now an Oxford University academic, but I occasionally dabble. You can't take the Mansfield out of the man, it seems. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Pete in Southport says, over lockdown, I have built a whole Mark III Cortina and I'm now perfecting the panel gaps. So, so are you from Israel? I've got no idea what any of that means. <laughs> Surely you know what a Mark III Cortina is. A classic it's the car. Panel, it's the panel gaps I'm worried about, Richie. Okay, good. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, trying to get the correct angle of the pan lid whilst cooking pasta without it boiling over. I've wiped the hob so many times. Charlie in Lancashire, he's trying to perfect that. Uh, good luck. I've never managed it myself. Uh, and Carla says, I'm trying to perfect painting my nails. With no nail technician that's able to work, it's causing so much distress. So I brought my old collection back out, dusted them off, and I'm giving it a go myself. This could well become a new profession for me. Keep us posted. Watch this space. Just going back to the person with the whole pasta thing, we're talking about perfecting pasta. We've talked about this on the show before, but they need to work some bit of tech on trying to make it, trying to stop it happening where you lose one tortellini. Do you know what I mean? You lose that one thing whenever you yes. try and drain it. Has anyone yep. perfected that? That's what we need to be spending our time on in lockdown. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Home Time on a Monday night. Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And right now, thanks to our lovely friends at Tesco Mobile, we have a £1,000 that could be all yours. We're looking for the fun facts, the life hacks, or random pieces of trivia that completely shocked you the first time you heard them. What's that one bit of knowledge that you know that wows everyone when you're making small talk? For example, Richie, did you know that Tesco Mobile is the only network where you can use your Tesco club card vouchers to lower your phone bill? I didn't know that, uh, but I did know that summer lasts 21 years on Uranus. It's hot, it's hot, innit? It can get hot. It can get really, really hot. I mean, in those few days the other week when it was roasting hot, it gets on there, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it really does. It really does. So look, that's mine. Okay, tell us yours. Text us 8-12-15 with your best trivia, uh, your most obscure fact or great life hack, and you could bag yourself £1,000. Text costs 50p plus your standard message rate and the competition closes at 6. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile, who've got 99% 4G network coverage across the UK. Now I bet you didn't know that. I didn't. See Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Monday night with Bush and Richie. On the way in this hour of the show, one of you lot is going to win an amazing prize thanks to our brilliant show sponsors, Tesco Mobile. But in the meantime... I'm doing your little trick of playing music off my mobile phone because we're not in the studio. It sounds good. This is the new normal. <laughs> hey, look, what would be normal is Wimbledon would have got underway uh, today, but obviously it hasn't. Uh, it's normally such a big fixture of the Bushish summer. Two weeks of tennis and Bush, it's not in our lives. The drama of Henman and, and Murray and other British tennis stars not doing very well, apart from when Murray won once. Which, you know what, for me, it really reminds me of peak summer Wimbledon, like it being really hot, um, maybe glasses of 
Robinson's orange juice outside, that kind of thing. Go and go and past a, uh, an electrical shop, electrical goods shop, and looking through the window and seeing the semi-final taking place and standing there and watching for a bit. That's Wimbledon, isn't it? Well, how about on this here show, we reflect uh, what is missing and play a little bit of tennis on the radio right now. What could possibly go wrong, bearing in mind that we're each in a bedroom 40 miles away? Okay, here's how I propose that this works. I give you a word, then you have to come back with a similar word and we keep going until one of us pauses or hesitates and then the point would be to me. Okay, or to me, for example. Or to you, for example. <laughs> yeah. right, I'm going to put the phone down because I need to concentrate if I'm going to play this. Okay, so, so do you understand how this, wor- this is going to work? Yes, I believe I used to watch a children's TV show that had the Transformers on it during the early 80s, and he had a big sponge hammer, and it was kind of along those rules with... uh those lines with rules. Not familiar with it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's play. Let's play radio tennis. It's me to serve. Play. Ferry boat. Sorry, crowd noises. Water. The, hey, that's the... Water. All right, leak. Onion. Cry. Crowd getting involved in this. Uh, sob. Um, that's the same word as cry. That's 15 love to me. Hold on a minute. Hold, how does this work then? What? Just to, just clarify. Um, this is me arguing with the umpire now. You cannot be serious. <laughs> yeah, I can be serious. You basically just said the same word. Okay, what, a diff- so you're not allowed different words for the same thing? I don't think so, no. Okay, all right. Well, all right on, let's get the crowd going again. I'm going to serve again. 15 love, your serve. Yeah, all right, okay. Box. I can't think of anything. Ace. It's an ace. It's an ace. It's an ace. <laughs> I've just aced him. 30 love. love. I love this. Come on. Come okay. On. <laughs> I'm going to do that bit where um, I can stop for a bit and get uh, have a, get my trainer come on just to try and break you up a little bit. Right. Okay. Jockstrap. Locker room. Uh, showers. Water. Uh, ferry boat. You got, can you do ferry boat from earlier on? Hawkeye's got involved here. <laughs> 40 love. <laughs> 40 love. What the, what's going on? This is unbelievable. <laughs> He's serving for the court. Match point. Okay. Uh, Byro. Pen. Paper. Rock. Scissors. Stone. Ferry boat. <laughs> right, that is just ridiculous. I'm not doing this. It's just done ferry boat every single time and he just keeps winning. It's outrageous. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. <laughs> Home time with Bush and Richie's Absolute Radio on a Monday night. Earlier on, we asked you to give us your most interesting bits of trivia and life hacks that you use to wow people. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile, who allow you to use your Tesco club card vouchers and put them towards a brand new handset. Now, we bet you didn't know that. So here are some of our favourites of the ones that you've sent us. I love this from Sam in Wakefield. Barcode scanners scan the white of the barcode, not the black. I had no idea about that. No, that is, that's mind-blowing, that, isn't it? 
It is for me. Uh, <laughs> Phil says, did you know that Sir Isaac Newton invented the cat flap? Oh, come uh, off it. As Phil said, right, Phil, Phil down the pub says um, he was in Sir Isaac Newton, was in trying to conduct light experiments, and his cat kept ruining them by opening the door and letting light into the room. Hence, he invented the cat flap. Now, I, I, I haven't checked this. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> but according to Phil, Sir Isaac Newton invented the cat flap. So you can invent gravity and a cat flap. He's a clever guy, clever guy. Uh, I saw this on uh, on the telly last night, Glastonbury, David Bowie, but this fact here, says Lydia, uh, the best I can believe was that he had his own internet service provider back in the 90s. Who? David Bowie? According to Lydia. Imagine Googling for someone, or looking for someone on Bowie.net. <laughs> hey, like he Bing. would not have had a .net. Imagine that. <laughs> John in Cardiff says, Hi, Bush and Ritchie. Did you know that we live closer now in time to the T-Rex than the T-Rex did to the Stegosaurus? He says that always blows my mind. Uh, but of course, we have £1,000 to win and we will be phoning the person with the fact of the day. Next, it's all thanks to Tesco Mobile, who are the only network where you can use the Tesco Club Card vouchers to lower your phone bill. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. On the line to tell us their fact to wow you is Georgie. How are you, Georgie? Oh, I'm good, thanks. So, Georgie, tell us your fact that is going to wow Bush and I. Well, it's that koalas have human-like fingerprints and it's really difficult to tell the difference. So there could be like a koala crime wave going on and then they wouldn't know. That is unbelievable. And when does this fact normally come out for you? Is it like pub quizzes or something (laughs) to break the ice? It'd be a good icebreaker at the water cooler, that, wouldn't it? I have to say, it doesn't come out that often. (laughs) It's a bit random. Do you know um, what? I think you should use it more often, Georgie. More, I think it's yeah. a good one. And maybe this says more about my brain than anything else. But from the other side of things, if you were a thief uh, in Australia, uh, the perfect place to carry out a crime would be in a highly populated koala area. Yes, exactly. That's a good point. I think, I think you know, like pirates have parrots. Yes. Yeah. A criminal should have koalas. That, wouldn't that be so good, just on their shoulder, like chatting to them and stuff? The, kind of their mate. Yeah. George, George, the the weird thing is, the, the, the amazing thing about this, Georgie, is no matter how hard Richie and I have worked on this show this evening, putting stuff together, hoping to get people's attention, the only thing they're going to remember as they go to bed tonight is that koalas have the same fingerprints as humans. That's going to be the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Georgie, that fact has won you £1,000. Well done. Oh, wow, thank you. That's Seriously, £1,000. What's that going to go towards? Buying buying yourself a, a, a koala to uh, uh, go and... No, you're not going to go and rob someone. How much would a koala be? Do, uh, you know, how much would a koala be, do you think, just to get I, a koala on the black market? I think more than that, probably. And uh, and yeah, I, and this show does not endorse having pet koalas. <laughs> Hypothetical no. question. Hypothetical. It was exactly yes. Georgie, lovely to speak to you. Have a brilliant Thank Monday you. night. Oh, Georgie. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Georgie, what are you having for your tea, by the way? Uh, don't know yet. Oh, anything. Might get a takeaway. Oh, would you got money for it? 
She's on a roll. <laughs> and the prizes, listen, take care. The prizes don't stop there. We've loved your trivia knowledge so much. Tesco Mobile have given us a brand new Samsung to give to a runner-up as well. Uh, and the runner-up has got this brilliant text. Life hack to check if batteries are good. Hold a battery about six inches on a tabletop. Drop them. If they do a small bounce, then fall over. They're good. But if they bounce all over the place, then they're dead. That is a great piece of trivia. So congratulations to 4815. That's how your text number ends anyway. Uh, you've just won yourself a brand new Samsung, thanks to Tesco Mobile. So well done. Here's a life hack back from us. Next time, add your name. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile, who let you put your Tesco club card vouchers towards new handsets. Every little helps. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So don't forget, we want to hear from you. Let us know where you're listening to the podcast. Maybe we can, maybe. We can give you some podcast shout outs. All right. Let us know specifically where you're listening and also confirm if you are power walking and you're listening to the Home Time podcast, confirm that as well. Maybe you're walking the dogs and listening to the show. If you're one of those people, get the shout out that you deserve by enduring this on a nightly basis. <laughs> Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Hence wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Pushing Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Banter music interviews. Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. Hometown.